0: Welcome to the Real Lost Boss podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Real Lost Boss podcast and today I'm going to talk about why are you overweight. I started working as a personal trainer in June 2018 just over 4 years after starting my weight loss journey when I was 37 stone. My own journey, my own successes gave me an absolute passion to help other people with their weight issues and i saw personal training as the quickest and easiest way in when i became a personal trainer i attracted mainly clients that wanted to lose weight because obviously they resonated with me because of my own weight loss journey and I asked them all the same question when they started, why are you overweight? And I got a common answer because I consume too much food or I consume too much of the wrong things. And over the weeks and months of starting being a personal trainer, and I kept getting the same answer, it really made me think: like, really? Is that the reason? Is 25 to 30% of the UK population obese? Because We simply eat too much food. Technically, yes, of course it is. So, for you to gain body fat, you have to consume more calories than you burn over a consistent period of time. And obviously, to do that, you have to consume a lot of food. But what I really wanted to delve into was why? Why do we eat too much food? It's not because we're hungry. And I really started to analyse and look back at my own journey. And it made me realize that obviously the reason I overconsumed food was because it was my comfort zone. It was my or my comforter, my comfort blanket maybe, if I if I word it like that. It was the way I self-medicated for what? For what is going on in here? Obesity gets labelled as a disease. I don't believe that. Now, a disease might be, you know, a condition that we suffer with. And of course, obesity is a condition that we suffer with. But when I think of a disease, I also think of something like a virus. Like, we've just been through COVID and you have to have two meter social distancing. So if you don't have two meter social distancing from a fat person, you'll become fat. And I just don't think of it like that. I also don't believe there is an obesity gene. I do believe that we all have a genetic makeup that makes us more prone to gaining weight, but I don't believe that people are just born with a fat gene and people are going to be fat, right? So maybe I'm contradicting myself a little bit there. What I mean is when I say our genetic makeup, we have traits in our DNA that lead us to needing a coping mechanism. All right, so my my traits and I'll be totally honest with you. I am a very I'm a foodie anyway, right? I've always loved food. My mum always used to say this. I think I might have talked about this in a previous podcast. Um, if she gave me a bottle, it was gone in seconds. So I, w- I was always going to be a foodie. I was always going to enjoy my food. But when you combine that with the fact that I'm an emotional person, you combine that with the fact that I have a very addictive personality. Um, I'm also a very lazy person. I'm a very naturally lazy person. Uh, When you take all these things and put them together, it's going to mean at some point in time, if food takes hold of me, I'm going to be prone to gaining a lot of weight. I was but why did I start overeating I always say this we always look at the approach when it comes to weight loss and the approach is Slimming World it's keto it's tracking calories we never go further than that or it's very very rare we ever go further with that and a lot of my coaching style with my clients is not just setting them up a lifestyle change It's also getting them to delve into the reasons why they have a weight issue in the first place. If you want to kill a weed in your garden, you can't keep chopping the head off. You have to kill the root. I got to the root of my obesity before I started my weight loss journey. I was having some therapy sessions due to how severe my mental health was at the time. And I started to open up with my therapist and it related to issues with my dad, not issues that some people would class as being extremely serious. But for me, I always felt rejected. My dad was adopted and he always felt rejected from his biological parents. He never got to know them. They didn't want anything to do with him. And because of that, he felt permanently rejected. And because of that, he found it very hard to show love. My dad had severe mental health issues as well. He was bipolar and I craved his love and I never got it. And that was hard. What did show me love was food. It never let me down. It was always by my side. It was always there to comfort me. It was always there to support me. It never judged me. And that was something that I turned to. Some people turn to alcohol, maybe not as children, obviously. Well, maybe some do, I don't know. But some people turn to alcohol as a coping mechanism. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to gambling. Some people turn to smoking. Some people turn to violence, whatever. But as a kid, when you go through trauma or you have mental health issues, like I say, you're not going to turn to alcohol, drugs, or not many. Hopefully are going to turn to those things because you have to be of a certain age or they're illegal To turn to them food. It doesn't matter Right if I'm five six years of age and I've got the pocket money to do it and I go to my local shop and I buy eight chocolate bars I can buy eight chocolate bars and I can eat them Once you use anything as a coping mechanism You will use it for the rest of your life. So once you've got that trigger, so my trigger was the issues with my dad at probably eight, nine, maybe 10 years of age. You use it for everything then. You use it for sadness. You use it for jealousy. You use it for stress. You use it for anxiety. You use it for fear. You use it for everything. I say everything. There's a common trend in all those things I have just said. Stress, fear, jealousy, anxiety, uh, depression. They're negative emotions. This is why we use um, coping mechanisms. We use them to self-medicate against negativity. Again, a lot of clients have told me in the past, I just overeat. I overeat when I'm happy. I overeat when I'm sad. When I'm sad. No one overeats when they're happy, right? Yeah, you might go out and have a slap up three-course meal to celebrate your birthday. You might eat, you know, your body weight in celebrations on Christmas Day. Yes, you are overeating short term. Everyone does that. It's natural whether you've got a weight issue or not happiness will never cause you to use a coping mechanism long term because you don't need to, you don't need to cope. So you're overweight and this gets more severe the more severe your weight issue is, if that makes sense. So Someone that's maybe a stone or two overweight, I'm not saying that their weight issue isn't extremely serious and important to them. I'm not saying that at all because weight issues, any issues is always subjective or relative to the individual. But yeah, if you're a stone or two overweight, the cause of your weight issue could actually be poor portion control and being a bit lazy or having a diet of, or, Diet too much of the wrong things. But if your weight issue is creeping into obesity, you are obese, or you were, or sorry, you are morbidly obese like I was, then there are more severe things at hand. You do not get to be 37 stone like I was because I'm a bit of a lazy sod and I have poor portion control. It just doesn't work like that. I constantly overate food. I was also a binge eater. I used to binge on a Sunday. That was my my binge day. Now, don't get me wrong. I overate food Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, I overate food. And I used to binge in the afternoon. And when I look back throughout my life, I suppose at the time, I convinced myself I was happy, but now I've lost my weight, and I've lived five, six, seven, eight, nine years, no, I haven't lived that that many, three, four, uh, five years as a healthy weight, I realize now how unhappy my obesity actually made me. Even, you know, in my early 20s, mid-20s, when actually I thought I was happy. I wasn't. I was miserable. I was depressed. I've always suffered with mental health issues. I was diagnosed with depression at 19. On and off antidepressants since then. Uh, Touch wood, I've took no antidepressants since I started my weight loss journey. And not many people know that because I've never really talked about it. But still in my own mind, I always created a happy shield, especially when I went out, especially when I saw people, I created this, uh, this happy shield. And I think I convinced myself that I was happy, if I'm being honest, even though I was taking sertraline most days, weeks, months to try and bring some equilibrium to my mental health. Oh, that's a big word. Um, I was miserable. I was unhappy. And One thing I achieved or one thing I did to help me achieve my weight loss was I tried to limit the amount of negative emotion in my life. You can't eradicate it. You can't get rid of it. We wish we could, but we can't. But you can limit it. You can work every single day at reducing it. I look at where I was at the start of my weight loss journey. I did a job that I absolutely loathed. I was lonely. I drunk way too much alcohol. And plus other things, I suppose, but I just existed. I didn't live. And my mental health was absolutely rock bottom. What I did throughout my weight loss journey was I changed things. I changed careers twice to now where I'm an online weight loss coach doing a job that I absolutely love. I've gone from going on the session every weekend to having a couple of beers a week, if that, and maybe having a bit of a session once a month or once every six to eight weeks. People that drag me down... I don't spend a lot of time with anymore. Some of you guys might think that's quite drastic. I don't think it is. If you want to have success on this journey, you need to target and change the things that make you overweight. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, most of us feel we're overweight because we eat too much of the wrong things, poor portion control, overall consuming too much food. And like I have said, yes, that is the main reason why we gain body fat, but the thing we really need to challenge is what makes us consume all this food in the first place. If you want to have a successful weight loss journey, You have to kill the roots. You have to tackle those issues. You are probably going to have to answer questions you don't want to answer. You are probably going to have to drag up things from the past that you really don't want to drag up. But for success of this journey and to live the best life that you can live, we get one shot at this. We are not cars. We can't abuse ourselves for a few years and then trade us in for a new model. You've got one shot and it's never too late. It is never too late. I spent 33 years on this planet basically just existing. I have spent the last 9-10 years living and it's the best 9-10 years obviously of my life. So I want you to ask yourself, why are you overweight? Why do you consume too much food? If you answer those questions and you can then digest it and justify it in your mind, I guarantee it is going to help you massively to stop using food as that comfort blanket as that self-medication. And if you do that and then put into place a healthy, sustainable plan when it comes to changing your lifestyle and doing the things that you have done over the years that has led to you gaining this weight in terms of, yeah, being a bit lazy, over-consuming food, because yes, of course, we need to tackle those things as well. But if you kill the root, it will make the lifestyle change a hell of a lot easier. And I guarantee if you find out the things that have made you use food as this coping mechanism in the first place, you digest them, you justify them, it is going to give you a great chance with that healthy, sustainable lifestyle change of having weight loss success. Again, guys, I hope you found that a useful little podcast. I'd love to know your thoughts. So get it in the comments wherever you can, whichever platform you're watching or listening to this on. Please give me a little follow. Give me a subscribe. That would be absolutely amazing. And until next time, you're all gonna boss your weight loss.